0: Thank you. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. The foolishness of Satan is a strategy to separate the house, to destroy the family. So that will take us to the message today. Let go of hands. Let someone say, let go of fence. Viewers at home, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to greet the church once again. Good morning. Good morning. And the viewers all over the world, wherever you are, Jesus is there. Amen. The state of our heart matters. Jesus is there. We are there and you are also here. The state of your heart matters. The state of your heart must be the best. So we are going to take our message today from the book of Luke 17. Luke 17. The title there, Sin faith, Duty. Don't forget you are a spirit. And I want to believe that I'm talking to a spirit say i 'm a, a spirit, I live in the physical body, so once you know that you will not allow this physical body to control you don 't let whatever is outside to control you. You allow your spirit to control you because your spirit is controlled by the Holy Spirit. Say to yourself again i 'm a, a spirit, living in a physical body. I can hear you. Yes, you are only learning to live in this natural world. So how to walk, how to talk, how to look, you are learning to live in this natural world. You are a spirit. Hallelujah. So verse 1. Jesus said to his disciple, things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. That is, it is impossible to avoid It It is just a declaration that it is impossible for you to leave this world without an offense. Without being offended, it is impossible. So how to handle this offense is each other. Our response to offense determines our future. We are going to look at the strategy Satan, the enemy of our soul, uses to trap us, to get us to himself, to connect us to himself. The strategy. As you listen, I see God touching your heart. That means you must listen. You have to give me your heart. As you listen, I see, Lord Jesus, this is vision. This is what I have seen already. It has not happened, but I've seen it happen. You just need to listen now. I see Lord touching your heart in Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. Yes, these are the strategy that Satan, the enemy of our soul, uses. It's deceptive and deadly trap for us. A hidden. It's not just open, just like that. It will not come to you. That I'm Satan. No, he will not come to you and say, I'm a demon. He will come as a friend. But it's over to you to examine that friend. To know whether he's friend or enemy. He always uses something we love. Think of something we love. Attracted to value and appreciate money women to men men to women position power as a Satan, he will not just come to you and say hey my no he will pretend to be your friend and all of that this is why the hotel at the end will come as a surprise Ah, I never thought. Ah, oh my God. He comes under cover as an angel of light and peace. It takes the spiritual strength and the grace of one, grounded in the Word of God, to separate good from evil. In my heart, in my heart, Lord, I want to be like. Take it takes the spiritual strength and grace of one grounded in the Word of God to identify the trap for what they are to identify trick of Satan for what they are. If you're not grounded in the Word of God, you cannot just say, oh no, you're a Satan, get behind me. You must be grounded in the Word of God to be able to examine, to be able to differentiate, to separate. He comes under cover like an angel of light and peace. Going by that book of Luke 17 and 1 Corinthians 8, verse 1, one of the most common traps used by Satan is offense. It is impossible to live without being offended. Because of that, he now used that offense to get people. For your information, honestly, offense in himself is not deadly. Offense in itself is not deadly. If we do not have voice. If we do not walk, if you do not walk, it's not deadly. It becomes deadly if we hold or keep it in our hearts. If you hold or keep offense in your heart, it becomes deadly. When you keep offense in your heart, it produces so much fruit. Heart, hunger, bitterness, jealousy, hatred resentment, hatred, just name. When you keep the offense in your heart, it produces so much fruit, such as hatred, anger, unfaithfulness, rudeness, pride, and so on and so forth. Offense in itself is not deadly if we do not harbor it. If we do not keep it, in that 17, Jesus made it abundantly clear that it is impossible without being offended. What does this mean? It means we have to be ready. We prepared and strongly armed for offence. Because our response to it determines our future. Determine your salvation. When you are offended, it means you are not happy. Thank you, Jesus. It's a response from the happy heart. Amen. It's a response from happy heart. So if someone says amen and you are not happy, that is not for Jesus. If you say, thank you, Jesus, and you are not happy, it means it's uh, not for Jesus. If you say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus, and you are not happy, you are not talking to Jesus, you are talking to yourself. So when you are not happy, your spirit is imprisoned. And Jesus needs free spirit. It is free spirit that can attract the spirit of God, that can have access to the spirit of God. When you are not happy, your spirit is imprisoned. Thank you, Jesus. It's a response from Happy heart. Not being happy can affect your health, affect your relationship with others, and affect your relationship with God. Whether you are the accused or you are accuser, the problem is that if we get offended, we hardly realize that we are trapped. Oh, no, it's the one that abused me. It's the one that insults me. Look, I, I can understand this little boy. He me just like that. When we get offended, we hardly realize that we are trapped. We are in prison. We hardly realize that. Because we believe we are right. We are on the right side. Whether you are on the right side or wrong side, not being happy, is not good, it's imprisoning our spirit. The interest of Satan is for us to focus on the wrong done to us. Ah, he slapped me, he slapped me. Uh, We forget the reality. And the reality is that the consequence of that offense, attack, unhappy, pain. That is his interest. He want us to focus on the wrong done to us and forget the reality. That is Satan. He wants you to focus on the wrong done to you and forget the reality. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Mean blessed are those who are happy, free spirit, they shall see God. If you are not happy, you cannot see God. Whether you are wrong or right, accuser or accused, you are not happy, you cannot say God. Because you will focus on the wrong done to you and forget the reality. Nowadays, we seem to experience so much division among believers, among pastors, among bishops, among congregation, among leaders in politics, in business, so much division. This is because there's lack of real love. The reason for this is that offense is so common, ramparts. Are you with me? I said there's so much division among believers, leaders, in politics, in business, professional guru, congregation, there's so much division. The reason is offense is so rapid. Offense is so what? Rampard. Due to what? Lack of real love. Tell your neighbor, Offense is so rampant Due to lack of real love. There is love. But no real love. The love we are talking about, the love of Christ, is not the love they play in politics. The political party of this, A, and the political party of B, and political party of C, they are not allowed the real love of Christ among themselves. The reason for this is that offense is so common Due to lack of real love, real love forgets wrong, so that there will be future. Tell your neighbor, real love love. forgets wrong, so that there will be future. The challenges you are facing today, no love, no future. The war, no love, no future. See what has happened all over the world. War, attack, no real law, no full sure. In the face of real law, genuine law, offense cannot stand. Tell your neighbor, in the face of real and genuine law, offense cannot stand. What is offense in the face of real and genuine law? For those of you that know the pattern of future, you dare hold offence. We don't know the pattern of future, you just want to live today, you want to enjoy today. Each time you are enjoying yourself now, remember what will happen tomorrow. Let me advise you, it is impossible to establish a healthy relationship with a person who has left one relationship bitter and offended. When you divorce and marry another person, you likely divorce again and marry another person. Unless you look into the root of that divorce, whether it has been settled or not, it is impossible to establish a healthy, a good, a wonderful relationship with a person who has left a relationship bitter and offended. This is why you keep having broken home, broken relationship. With your business partner, you don't have any genuine friend, and you cannot achieve anything alone. You need good people, you need inspired people, you need informed people, but you can't get them. If you leave a relationship bitter and offended, you will enter the next relationship with that same attitude. So you can see the reason why you keep having problems with. Your business partner, your business partner left a relationship bitter and offended. You two, you left a relationship bitter and offended. And you people come together to have a relationship that cannot work unless this is healed and the other one is healed. Our offenses can hold us in bondage. This is it. You can see why you are in bondage, because you left a relationship bitter and offended. You can never have any healthy relationship. The Bible says, Peace will enter relationship, and we walk out of relationship with joy. Situation should not break relationship. No matter what happens, should not break relationship. But God that joined the relationship should be the one to separate you people. It is impossible to establish a healthy relationship with a person who has left a relationship bitter and offended. Healthy relationship means good relationship. If you are looking for good relationship, make sure you meet someone who did not leave a relationship bitter and offended. That is why it's difficult for couples. Out of 10 marriages, six had less hold. If you leave a relationship bitter and offended, go back and do the right thing. You can leave a relationship with peace because if you leave a relationship bitter and offended, you will enter the next relationship with the same attitude. Sometimes when you see me very quiet, all oh, what you are saying about me, in the past, for the past 30 years, I'm this, I'm that, I will not talk. This is the reason. I've been very careful. You can abuse me, you can say all sort of things about me, I will not talk. I will leave myself for prayer. Someone who is devil to you, pain to you today, may be the savior tomorrow. You can be whatever you are to me today. If you turn to be a devil today, I will look beyond you to see what you may become tomorrow. Tomorrow is mystery. Relationship, be careful. The person who is your enemy today, and be your savior tomorrow. Amen. If you continue to use the action of people today to judge him, you may have problem in future. The man is very bad, the woman is very bad. Because it's very bad, you take action. You may likely have problem tomorrow. You will receive in a moment what you have been seeking for years, the moment you let off and go. Whether you are right or wrong, holding a grudge against your neighbor, you have already grieved the Holy Spirit because you are a spirit. Living in the physical body, learning to live in natural world. Say to yourself, I'm a spirit. Living in the physical body, learning to live in the natural natural world. If you are a spirit, Why are you now fighting your brother? Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Your brother is blood, is flesh. You are spirit and your battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the spirit being, pressure and tension. Ask your neighbor, why are you fighting your brothers? Is flesh and blood, and your battle is not against flesh and blood. You are a spirit living in the physical body, learning to live in natural world. You have to let the world know you are a spirit by acting this way, by not fighting the flesh and blood. If your brother say he will deal with you, you will deal with you, you say to yourself, I'm a spirit, how can you deal with the spirit? How can you deal with the spirit? It's not possible, you can't hold the spirit, you can't touch the spirit, where will you see the spirit and fight the spirit? You can only fight with flesh and blood. Jesus made abundantly clear that it is impossible to leave this world without being offended. Offense will come. Don't harbor it. Offense in itself is not deadly. It will come. Don't harbor it. It is when you harbor the offense, you keep offending your heart, it produces hunger, it produces hatred, it produces resentment, it produces utterly strife. Once it produces hot anger, you are not happy any longer. Hallelujah is a response from a happy heart. Not being happy can affect your relationship with God, affect your relationship with another, can affect your health. Be happy. For you to be happy, you must trust God's authority more than man's majority. I want to believe you are free now. Are you free? This response actually comes from a happy heart. Are you free? What do you mean by, you are free? I'm free in my heart. I have it. by the spirit of my heart. By the spirit? Yes. I want to believe you listen to the voice of your spirit because it is controlled by the Holy Spirit. You have to feed your spirit. Your spirit is hungry. You are always feeding your flesh and your spirit. Hunger wants to kill your spirit. All these food you eat, they are not for your spirit. They are for your flesh. You have to feed your spirit by allowing the word of God. Read you the word of God, meditate in it, and keep it in your heart. You. The prophetic word God given to me that it would touch your heart with this message, and I can say your heart has been touched. Yeah. Yeah. There are many people you don't want to hear their voice, you don't even want to hear from them. Give them a phone call, just say hi, and pray with you, I love you. So that will we'll go a long way, the spiritual strength and the grace of one granted in the word of God can identify good from evil, can separate good from evil, can identify his traps for what they are. So you cannot just say, I'm free right now. Start reconciliation and stop focus on the wrong they have done you. Satan wants you to focus on the wrong people have done you. People should tell you that many of us here that have one or two, three people are in the prison because of you. You sentence them to prison. Find time, go there to the prison and say you want to see so, 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 so person. By the time you enter, you say, you know me. So I want to say, please, I want to pray with you. And begin to think how you can release such person from the prison. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? So when you live here, there are many people that are in prison because they have wronged you. They have done you evil which truly, they have wronged you, they have done you evil, look for their, their, their custody, pay them visit. Enter the prison, let them bring the person out, counsel the person, pray with the person, and tell the person right from this moment you want to work out how they can release such a person, and drop the case. Those things are not good for your future. The Lord said, I will set a table before you in the presence of people you are in prison. If you put them in the prison or kill them, destroy them. By the time God set a table, they will not be there. But he promised he will set a table before you in the presence of these people that you are putting in prison. Tell your neighbor, I will set a table before you. In the presence of who? Okay. This enemy, you are killing them. You are destroying them. You are sending them to prison. A lot of things, you, because of power, because of position you have, and the right, and the law of your nation and your country. Many have been sentenced to death, in prison, killed. So by the time God now set that table before you, in the presence of who? People you have killed. People you have destroyed. So that is why this table has been delayed for many of us here. By now, many of us will have enjoyed this table. But when the Lord realized that a lot of your enemies you have killed, you have destroyed, you have sent them to prison, the table is unnecessary. Think about that. And change your prayer, the kind of prayer you offer. Die, die, die. Don't kill them. (laughs) Let them (laughs) live. And see the table the Lord will set before you. Take effort now. begin to release those you call enemy wherever they are, in the prison, wherever, meet them, counsel them, leave them. Please, it's very important for your future. For your future, forgiveness is very important. For your future, release of your enemy is very important. God bless you.